Hey, 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 this is Lorena and you are listening to Transparent Introvert. Yeah, it's been a while, it's been a while, it's been a while. Um, If you hear noise, it's either the smoke detector or the carbon monoxide detector. Don't come for me. Um... Because I can't reach the smoke detector. Um, and the carbon monoxide detector, I gotta wait for maintenance to do something with that. I like I don't know. It beeps and then all of a sudden it's fixed. So I think that they do something with it when I'm not here. I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, 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 I know y'all miss me. I know y'all miss me because I miss y'all. But just know, just know, just know I'm not slacking. No, I am not slacking. I did a visual podcast. Yes, ding, 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 ding. For the first time, I did a visual podcast. So... With that being said, you know, I have to put my social memes out there, my social media out there on Facebook. It is Lorena Freeman, L-O-R-R-I-N-A, last name, spell it just like it said, F-R-E-E-M-A-N. So if I do a live podcast, you'll be able to watch it. You can see the face behind the voice or is that in front of the voice? I I don't know. It's it's one of those sayings. It's one of those sayings. Behind or in front, whatever. You get to see my face if I do a live live stream. But uh, if I'm not on Facebook doing a live stream, I will be on Instagram. Yes, I have an Instagram. I know I'm an introvert. Yes, I have an Instagram. I got an Instagram. I got a Snapchat. I got a Twitter. Um, and now I have a YouTube. But uh, let's get back to my Instagram. My intro, my Instagram is remarkably pretty underscore Leo. Yes, I am a Leo. I am a Leo. I am a July Leo. Get that straight. A July Leo. So yes, that's my Instagram. Uh, my Twitter. If you wanna, you know, see me throw out some tweets or whatever, you wanna tweet me. You want me to retweet you. <laughs> my um Twitter is at impossible one eight eight one. Impossible. One eight eight one, and I know you. Probably, you probably be like, "Yo, why she say it so slow?" Because I'm. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm trying to be very transparent. I don't be remembering my Twitter because I'm. I be on. I be on Facebook and Instagram. Like if I'm not at work, I be on Facebook and Instagram a lot because uh, I'm an. In, I'm an introvert. So where do I be? In the house. In the house. In the his. I don't be out there. Corona's still out there. And even if Corona wasn't out there, I wouldn't be out there. So my Snapchat, I don't really be on Snapchat like that, but, uh, I'm a start. Cause I want y'all to know what my face look like. Like, yo, when I'm, when I do decide to get some sunlight, I want y'all to know exactly what I'm doing. So my Snapchat is low Kirk 3738. Yes. Low L O Kirk, K-I-R-K, 3738. Why is that my Snapchat name? I don't know. I, I don't remember why, but uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. And uh, I just started a YouTube channel. That's why y'all have not gotten content, audio content from me in a little while. I know y'all miss me, but I'm still here. I did a video. A, a video uh, podcast. I've been doing some videos to put up on my YouTube channel. And you already know that I'm an introvert. So what is my YouTube channel name? What is my YouTube channel name? Introvert Empire. 
Yes, I be forgetting, like, yo, I really be forgetting. Like, introvert empire. So, if you want to see skits, if you want to see pod visual podcasts that I don't do live, they will be on my YouTube channel. You can find out what type of personality I have off of my YouTube channel, off of my social meds. Yes, I know you're trying to figure out, like, yo, if you are an introvert, why do you have all of these social medias? Because I'm trying to be successful. If you look at my social media, my social media does not have a bunch of nonsense, you know, young nonsense or whatever. I'm trying to build a network. I want to, because I'm not out there, physically out there, I I can do some things behind a computer, behind a tablet, behind a phone. I can do some things. I can do some things. You get to know me by, you know, subscribing to my YouTube channel, following me on social media um, outlets. You get to get to get to know me and I get to know you. I want some introverts. Like, come on, let's share some stuff together. Let's show the world that like, yo, even though we, we like to be close knit, we are very, very talented. Come on. And we have a lot to say. Our brain works a mile a minute. I, Look, I have trouble sleeping at night. That's why I got all these social medias. But I have a YouTube. I do visual podcasts on social medias and my YouTube. Um, I'm still doing this podcast. I am loyal to you guys. Um, I'm loyal to myself, too. So um, now that I, I done wrapped your head around the world and all the social medias and everything like that, come on. Now let's get to what you really want to hear. You want to know what the episode is about today. You really want to know what the episode is about today. Before we get into the episode, like we always do, go check out my last podcast. My last podcast was about exes and friends. Yes, exes and friends. And if you go on my social medias, you can actually look at the live podcast, which was talking about dating coworkers. Hmm. You might miss some things. Go follow me. Social medias. But uh, also go listen to that, li- that last podcast. That last audio podcast. Exes and friends. I'll wait. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere, not a place. I'm still here. I'm going to give you a second. All right, now that you're back, now that you're back, now that you are back, let's uh talk about what we want to talk about. What do I want to talk about? Um, hmm. You might not know it, but uh, I was bullied growing up. <laughs> Yeah, I was bullied growing up. Hmm. So, that gets me into what it is that we are going to be talking about today. Talking about bullying. Um, and how it affects us mentally, emotionally, and physically. How does bullying affect us mentally, emotionally, and physically? Now, before we get into that exact part, let me talk about how it affected me growing up. Um, My bullying started in elementary school. It started in elementary school, and if you're from South Philly, you know that I, I, I went to... GW Childs Elementary School. Now it's like apartment, uh, an apartment building or condo or something like that. Like, yo, we need to uh, fund education. So stuff like that does not happen. But if you are from South Philly, you from the P, you know about GW Childs Elementary School. That is where I went in elementary school. So I was raised by my grandmother. Yeah, I was raised by my grandmother. But that did not have a factor into 
that does not factor into why I was bullied. Because my grandma did the best that she could. She did the best that she could. No, I did not have holes in my clothes or, or, or wore bobos or anything like that. I did not. Like, yo, I wore name brand sneakers. Um... I look presentable and everything like that. No, I didn't have holes in my in my in my clothes or whatever like that. But everything was not name brand. But in elementary school, you're not focusing on that. But my sneakers, just like today, as an adult, I always I focus on my feet. My feet are name brand. Everything else might not be name brand, but my sneakers are. My footwear is. Um, and that was just something I held on to from you know, childhood. So anyway, so I didn't look, you know, I didn't look poor. I I looked like everybody else and everything like that, but I got bullied. Um, I remember my first fight and my first fight, first grade, I got beat up. A lot of people won't admit that they got beat up. I got beat up on the basketball in, in during recess where the basketball court was, like I said, don't don't mind the, the, the beeping because it's the, the smoke detector or the carbon monoxide detector. As y'all can see, I'm safe in this zone. I'm not going to die in my sleep. Anyway, um, and it's not beeping because it's something going on. I, I Like, I don't know what's going on with it. I just changed the battery in the smoke detector. Um, I, I, so I don't know. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, so I got beat up during recess on the basketball court. Do I remember why I got beat up? No, cause I'm grown, grown now. So I don't remember why I got beat up, but I remember that I got beat up because I remember coming home and telling my grandma, you know, that I got beat up, you know, and my grandma was, she was old school. She wasn't that 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 parent that was that guardian that was like oh yeah somebody hit you hit them back and this that to the third you don't let people do this to that to the third to you I she taught me somebody hit you go tell the teacher you know and uh I, I don't remember what they're called but you got um adults that be in the yard or whatever the case may be the only thing that they they broke up the fight and I ended up going to the nurse because I had a little knot on my head and my hair was a little jacked up. My clothes was a little jacked up afterwards. I don't remember why. And I, I sat and I wondered, even though I, I didn't have to, I wasn't severely hurt or anything like that. So I didn't have to go home. My pride was hurt. And I sat and I wondered why, why, why did I get beat up? What did I do? I like, I was that kid. I've been quiet like I've been quiet most of my life. So it's like, okay. I, like I didn't say anything smart to anybody. Cause usually somebody go upside your head. If you say, if you being, if you got a smart mouth or whatever, I didn't say anything smart. I was, I was a quiet kid and everything like that. So I sat and, and like reflected like, why, what was it that caused me to get beat up? And that wasn't the first time I got beat up. I, it was like, I constantly got bullied. If, if it wasn't me um, getting into fights that I wasn't winning in elementary school, um, then I would get called names and and like girls would pull my hair. And when I go home, I would get in trouble for my hair being out of place from when I left in the morning because my grandma would would if she if I didn't have braids in my hair I had like ballies and barrettes and by the time I got home my hair looked ridiculous and it got to the point where I was bullied so much and and I would got my hair pulled so much and 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 everything like that that I started to lie and say that I played in my hair because I would rather um to have gotten in trouble for messing up my own hair then you know to constantly come home and have to you know be that tattletale um 
because after a while, it just was like, all right. And this, it, when I would tell my grandma, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm getting bullied. And this, that to the third, her, her response is, are you telling the teacher? What is the principal doing? Um, you know, and nobody wants to hear that. Cause if the principal is not doing anything, the teacher is not doing anything, but y'all having, having parent, parent teacher conferences and, and meetings and stuff like that. And still this is continuing to go on after a while you feel helpless, you feel helpless. And you know, in elementary school, I had friends, I had a little bit of friends, but I had friends, you know, um, but I still got teased. Um, by the time I got to middle school, when I made it to middle school, if you're from South Philly, you know Barrett Middle School on 16th and Wharton. Um, G.W. Childs was on 17th and Dickinson. So, middle school, I went to Barrett. Went to Barrett, 17th and Wharton. Yeah, seven. No, that wasn't 17 from Wharton. That was 16 from Wharton. Um, I went to to Barrett, 16 from Wharton. If you're from South Philly, not 17, 16 from Wharton. 17 from Wharton was Miss Lee's, the 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 store that everybody hung out at. If you're from South Philly, you know about Miss Lee's. Um, I, I I'm hungry. That's why that came out. I yeah, I'm hungry. I'm hungry, hungry. Yeah, but uh, by the time I got to middle school, you know, I kind of changed the way I dressed. I, I kind of changed the way my hair was. Um, and but I still had the same personality. I'm quiet. I like I don't really want to be bothered. I don't have a slick mouth or anything like that. I just don't want to be bothered. Like I don't want to be bothered, so I don't say anything. Um. So middle school, same thing. But by the time I got to middle school though, my, my family wasn't my cousins. I'm not going to say my family because it's, I'm not going to put that on the whole family, but my cousins was like, girl, you got to learn how to fight. Like you, you live in South Philly. There is no reason for you not to know how to fight. So yeah, my cousins, like yo, when they parents, when they parents wasn't home, yo, we was in in the at their house, like slap boxing and 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 all that other stuff. I mean, they were teaching me how to fight. They like, come on, girl, you can't go to school and get beat up every day. Like, come on, like this this is ridiculous. And they like, yo, look. You beat up one person, you get in a fight, and you beat up that one person, people will leave you alone. Ain't wrong. That is wrong. So, I remember this girl, I remember like yesterday, this girl, it was was two girls in particular who like was the leader of bullying when it came to me. Um, I don't know what it was. I don't know whether it was because like I actually was smart and I actually did my work and all that other stuff and and you know teachers like me and and every I don't know what it was. I have no idea what it was. Um, but like I said, I like in the winter time I wore Tim's. I had Tim's. My grandmother brought me Tim's. I had Nikes. I had Jordans. I had those things. And by the time middle school came, we had to wear uniforms. So look, I ain't got to wear regular clothes. We all wearing the same colors and everything, but I still got bullied, still got bullied. But I remember two girls in particular. Uh, there's one girl, her name was Chantel. And when you get bullied, you remember people like you might not remember nobody else from elementary school, middle school. But if you, 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 you got bullied, like, and somebody tortured you, tortured you. Yes. I'm saying tortured. Cause that's how bad it, it was. And I don't know why I'm like, yo, am I ugly? 
is that why I'm getting beat up? Well, in middle school, I wasn't getting beat up. But is that why I'm getting bullied verbally, mentally, emotionally, and physically bullied? Am I, it, is it because I'm ugly? Is it because I'm being raised by my grandma? Is it because I I know my schoolwork? Is it because I don't really get I don't get in trouble? Like what is it? Like what is it about me that makes people makes bullies drawn to me? Like I have I had no idea. Middle school. Girl named Chantel, girl named Jamila. I do I lo- know their last names? No. But I know their first names. I remember that. So, girl named, it started, middle school started, girl named Chantel. I, I don't know what her problem was with me. But, every day, when I say every day, I mean every day, this girl wanted to fight me. She wanted to fight me. Other girls just wanted to call me names and pull my hair and 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 do all types of stuff, stomp on my on my book bag, um, like throw my papers and stuff out the windows and and all types of stuff. Like I like I don't know, but she wanted to every day, every day. Um, and then it got to this one day, um. The girl, Jamila, she was also one of those people that bullied me and everything like that and verbally assaulted me and, and took my stuff and, and threw stuff in the, tr- threw my stuff in the, tr- my, like my coats and stuff in the trash cans and, and threw my book bags down a hallway or whatever like that, pushed me into lockers, you know, all of that retarded stuff. Um, Jamila came into the lunchroom. It got so bad that I was getting bullied so bad and I was fighting every day to the point where I didn't even like sit down and eat. I would sit on the top of the table with my with my feet on the stool so that if somebody came towards me or whatever, I would already I would be ready to like to jump to my feet instead of getting caught sitting down and they getting the best of me because I was sitting down. So, and like the crazy thing is like the, the NTAs and everything like that, they knew that I was getting bullied. So they would let me sit on the table. They would let me sit on the table. Um, so this one particular day I'm sitting on the table I'm, I'm eating and, and some of my friends that were there, um, and we don't know, we don't really know the meaning of friends until we become older. We become, we're in our late teens and, um, adulthood. That's when we really know the meaning of the word friend. Um, but anyway, me and my friends, I was sitting on the table my friends were near near me or whatever like that. Some of them sitting down, some of them leaning on the other table. We were talking and everything like that. Girl Jamila comes up. And when she comes up, as she's walking, the lunchroom get quiet. So I turn my attention to like to where everybody was looking and Jamila came into the lunchroom and I already knew straight from the gate. I knew I'm like, this girl wants to fight. Like she just want to fight and she, she just waiting. And, and when she walked up, she like, yo, hit me. Like, I'm not going to hit you. She like, no, hit me. Like, nah, that's just that I'm in my mind. I'm like, that's a setup because you wanted to be like, I started to fight over there. I like, I don't want to fight you. I don't care about you. I don't care to fight you. I have no issue with you. Just leave me alone. Leave me alone. So, um, and mind you, Barrett, kids that went to Barrett lived in like a, a, a six block radius. Like, like 
everybody lived close. Everybody was in the neighborhood and everything like that. So none of it makes sense. Anyway, so was she like somebody, somebody took her hand and, and made her hit me or whatever like that. And then from, from that, somebody pushed me and I fell into her. So then that was her cue. We start fighting and everything like that. Mind you, in middle school, now, I know how to fight. My cousins, like, they, they, yo, they did everything for me to learn how to fight. Um, so I know how to fight. So we fighting and everything like that. The girl Chantel goes under the table. Mind you, me and Jamila are not on the floor. Like, we're, we're kind of like standing, stand, like standing, however, but we're not on the floor. So what does Chantel do? Chantel grabs my leg and yanks my leg so that I fall on the floor so that Jamila is on top of me. I don't know what it is when you're fighting, everything is in slow motion, but I seen Chantel do it. I seen her. I seen her. Everything was in slow motion. I seen her or whatever. So they come, they break up the fight or whatever, adults come break up, break up the fight and everything like that, so then, what do I do, I do what my grandma taught me not to do, do not start a fight, I start fighting the girl Chantel, I fought the girl Chantel and nobody could stop me, I was so angry and had so much animosity and everything like that built up, that I fought that girl from the lunchroom to the bathroom. That, like, and when I say the lunchroom to the bathroom, it was a long hallway to the bathroom. And then when we were in the bathroom, we were still fighting. But I stopped fighting in the bathroom because I did not want that girl to hit her head on, on anything in the hallway. The hallway is clear. There is nothing for you, unless you're going to hit your head on the wall or the floor, that can happen anywhere, but in the bathroom, you got too many other, um, I like things in the way that you can hurt yourself on. So when we got to the bathroom inside the bathroom, that's when I stopped fighting. But even after that, we was fighting. Then I remember, um, because I beat Jamila up one day I was going to, if you listen to my podcast, you know that I am a Christian. I was going to church one night. Um, I was coming home from church one night. Um, I had a practice or something. I was always at church. I was one of them kids that I went to church Monday, Monday through Friday. And on Saturday was probably the only time that I wasn't in church. And all day Sunday, I was one of those kids. Like I went to Sunday school, Went to Sunday school. Uh, I went to regular church, children's church. I did afternoon service, mid-service, prayer service, Bible study, any other uh, services they may have. I was that kid. But anyway, I was old enough to walk to church because it wasn't it wasn't that far. Uh, Twenty ten Tasker Street, um, Tasker Street Missionary Baptist Church. Um, Reverend James A. Lovett II. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving everybody a plug. Um, but yeah, I was coming back from a practice at church and I was coming home. Yeah, I was old enough to walk and everything like that. Walk by myself. Out of nowhere, these girls, and at the time when I was in middle school, everybody, like people had name belts and stuff like that. That's when name belts started to come into play. Like big buckle belts with people names and stuff on it. Girls came out of nowhere and they started beating me with the buckles of the belt. And it hurt so like it, it wasn't one of those situations where you get jumped and like, oh, you snatched the one person and you beating that one person up. If you're getting hit with a whole bunch of belt buckles, and I'm not talking about little belt buckles, I'm talking about big belt buckles, it hurts. And like the only thing that you can focus on is that every time, it was like six girls, every time I got hit with a belt buckle, like my body buckled 
so I just balled up and waited for them to stop. So I was protecting my face and, and I mean, I was protecting my face, my chest, my stomach. Um, so that the only thing that they can hit is my legs and, and my back. And I was even trying to cover my whole head. Um, and then once they stopped and they, they ran off, that's when I got up and I finished walking home. I mean, I'm from South Philly. Ain't nobody going like, nobody's coming to stop nothing like that. Like, just like, oh, why are these ratchet girls out here fighting or whatever? Like, like, yeah, nobody wants to get in enough and everybody mind their business. Um, I went home and when I went home, my cousins were like, my family, I, my grandmom lived in one house and my grandmom owned another house, but family always lived in the other house. Cousins was outside. I told my cousins about me, like I had knots and everything, um, on my head and everything like that. And I was crying. I don't let people see me cry, but I felt so defeated that all I could do was cry. Like I just, I couldn't even talk. I could just cry because I'm trying to figure out. And I know that they, they beat me up because I beat up the girl. They, they beat me with the belt buckles because I beat up the girl Jamila. I know that. I know that for a fact. Cause like I said, everybody that went to the school was in like a six block radius. Um, but anyway, all I could do was cry. And that moment I changed I, I changed um I became all of that anger and animosity and everything like that obviously I didn't take it all out on that girl Chantel um I still had it but even with that that's not me as a person so I turned in the opposite direction. I didn't become like some, some people that get bullied, they turn into bullies. I didn't turn into a bully. I went in the opposite direction. Then I started thinking about suicide. I'm like, I cannot take this. I can't take regular life that's going on. I have my own issues growing up without parents and, and, and everything like that, not getting, getting the things that parents give their children as far as, um, them growing up healthy, mentally, emotion and emotionally. I mean, those things you need. And if they missing, like, yo, your, your child is, is suffering because of that. And then to add on top of that, being bullied every day and nobody doing anything about it. It just seemed like it got worse because you have parent teacher conferences and you have parent parent conferences and like, yo, the kids just, they still do whatever it is that they want to do. And some of the parents is like, kind of like friends with their kids. So it's like, Oh, like, Oh, I don't like, I don't care if my daughter go to school. I don't care if my son go to school. I don't care what they're doing in school as long as they away from me. Like that's some of the attitudes that parents had. I mean, did I notice that parents had, growing up or whatever. So I, I, I became real, real, real depressed. Like I went to school because I had to go to school, but it just was like, all right, y'all going to beat me up anyway. Like there's no reason to even fight. Y'all going to beat me up anyway. So beat me up. And I got to the point where it was like, yo, if you going to beat me up to the, to the point where you kill me and put me out of my misery from this, I'm okay with that too. Like I wanted to die cause I couldn't take it. Like, I'm like, I can't take this anymore. Like, I'm like, I don't understand what it is that I'm doing. Am I too smart? Is that, is that the reason? Am I ugly? Is that the reason? Like, I don't even have parents to help me like to mentally and emotionally deal with this. I wanted to, I wanted to die. And I had a couple attempts of suicide to this day. You mean family members don't know that, but they start to listen to podcasts and, 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 uh, YouTube videos and everything like that. They going to get to know a lot of things. Cause as introverts, we kind of keep stuff to ourselves, but I'm trying to be transparent. So they going to find out family going to find out some things. 
And I'm okay with it because now I'm grown. I'm okay with it. But not only did I want to die, not only did, and I wanted to die to the point where I wanted to take, I felt like my life wasn't even worth anything because it was, wasn't just that I was getting beat up, but I was verbally getting tore down, emotionally getting tore down. And I felt like people looked at me like I was very, very weak and I didn't know what it was to do because I wanted to please my grandma. I didn't want to upset her. I didn't want to cause trouble for her or whatever. But then at the same time, this is what I'm dealing with on a daily basis. Um, so I became depressed. I wanted to kill myself. Um, and I started to become insecure um, finding flaws that I did not notice before. I used to try to, like, I was like, all right, well, maybe if I, like, I'm going to straighten my hair. Like, oh, they not going to like me because my lips is too big. Oh, then they probably don't like me because, like, I'm too short. Or I started finding flaws and, and, and I got to the point where I didn't even like looking in the mirror at myself. I didn't think that I was worth anything. I didn't think that I was worth anything. And like when the way that you think start to show on the outside, because I started dressing, um, different where like, I didn't care. It just was like, Oh yeah. All right. I'm gonna show, throw, throw on a shirt. I'm throwing a sweat. This, the, uh, this hoodie. I'm gonna just throw on these jeans. Cause nobody likes me anyway. I like, and, and it wasn't that I wanted people to like me. Cause if you left me alone, I was okay with that. I'm okay with that. Now, if you leave me alone, I'm okay with that. I don't care if you don't like me. It was just a part of leaving me alone. Um, so I went through that in middle school, in high school, um, with the depression, I got, I got a little bit better. Um, and I went to Benjamin Franklin high school. I, I, I was, it was so bad mentally. It was so bad that, um, I was seeing, I was seeing a psychiatrist, um, because I was talking about hurting myself and everything like that. And I made it known, like, look, I want to, I want to end it all. I made it known. It wasn't no, Oh no. Like, Oh, she didn't say anything. And this, that to the third, I made it known that I did not want to live anymore because this was too much for me. Um, when I got to high school, I went to Benjamin Franklin high school. Um, the, and the reason why I went to Benjamin Franklin high school, which is in North Philly is because I didn't want, I no longer wanted to be around the, the neighborhood, um, the neighborhood kids. And I knew that my grades and everything like that was good to the point where I could go to an, any other school that I wanted to. Um, but I didn't want to go too far. Cause like I said, I was raised by my grandma. I didn't want to go too far. Um, so I went to Benjamin Franklin high school. Um, when I got to high school, yeah, I was still quiet. My personality didn't change when it came to that. I was still to myself. That didn't change. Um, I was a little bit better when it came to the depression. And when it got to, when I got to high school, um, I didn't want to kill myself as much, but what I can say about high school is in high school, I didn't have to fight. I didn't have to fight. Um, I only, while in high school, I only had one fight and that was with the girl Jamila. Um, she, like I said, everybody lived in the neighborhood and I still lived in the neighborhood, even though I went to high school somewhere else. Um, girl Jamila, we, me and my friend, we were at the playground, at a play, at the playground, choose playground, which is on 18th and Washington Ave or 19th and Washington Ave. One of them, um, went, yeah, it's between 18th and 19th from Washington Ave. Choose Playground. We was in there, me and my friend, we was talking, we was talking, um, you know, we done, we been through, me and my friend, um, Dominique, Dominique Minor, we been through the trenches together. When I say the trenches, the trenches together, I'm not going to share her story. She can share her own story. And I would try to collab with her 
on a podcast, um, you know, when our schedules aren't collect aren't clashing, um, and we can talk about that. Um, but we went been through the trenches together, um, through hard times together. Um, and me and her were talking. She had some some issues going on, and we were talking and um, venting to each other. And the girl Jamila, she appears, and when she appeared. Oh, I was like, oh my God, we are going to be fighting. I don't know. It's high school. Like, I don't understand why we are still going through the same thing, but she, she's going to want to fight. And what happened? She wanted to fight. We were out there fighting. That was my only fight in uh, high school, but it wasn't like actually in the school. It was in the neighborhood, but I was high school age. But the reason why um I didn't have to fight in high school was because I had a group of friends that were like yo they knew my worth if I didn't know my own worth they knew my worth and they were like yo you are not going to fight you are smart you are very smart we want you to get into any college that you want to and you can't get into that into any college you want to if you got all of this bad behavior on your record, could they going to look at that? And, and I mean, of course, of along with SAT scores and everything like that, they're going to look at that, but like, come on, all of that goes together. We want you to get into a great college, any college of your choice, because you are smart. So we don't want you to deal with none of that. So if anybody has a problem, they got to go through us to get to you. So in high school, I did not fight. And I kind of learned how to blend in. Like I, I, I was friends with the, the goth, um, or what you, what would you call them? Emo, um, people. I was friends with the geeks. I was friends with the, I wasn't really friends with the popular, but they was like, yo, you cool. Because of the simple fact that like, yo, you're smart. So we can use that of course. And they like, yo, you're very, very smart. You, you want student government, you play, um, you, you play extracurricular activities at the same time. So you're smart. You play extracurricular activities or whatever. Um, and you from the hood. So it, that, that kind of like helped me out, but I still had to deal with the, I still had to deal with the verbal part of it and, and the tear down and everything like that. It wasn't until I became an adult that I started shedding some of the, um, the things that I didn't like about myself. And the crazy part about it is that I didn't like these things about myself because of other people and how they treated me. And I also realized while in high school, because I didn't have to fight as much, I started to, to see certain things that kids, some kid, not all kids, but some kids that are bullies, they are like that because they're getting bullied at home. And when I say bullied at home, that could be bullied by a older sibling. That could be bullied by their parents. Their parents just because they have authority are doing certain things or talking to them a certain way. So when they come to school or or come like to the outside world, outside of their house, they act a certain way, but like, come on, like bullying, no matter whether you become the bully or you like, or you're being bullied, like it has an effect. Like, yo, it's so many kids that have killed themselves because they were being bullied constantly parents if you are the bully and people think like oh you can't be a bully yes you can yes you can if you are being verbally abusive and physically abusive you are a bully think your child is probably being a bully out there in the in in the neighborhood or wherever they're probably being a bully or they're probably getting bullied and think about that if you are bullying them and they're getting bullied outside Think about how it is affecting them mentally. Do they, did you tear down, tear them down so bad that they don't even know what their worth is? They don't even know how to act in, in social situation. They don't know how to be social. They don't know how to connect with other people. 
because they've been bullied their whole they're they've been bullied by you and, and other people or parents if you if 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 you're not even the bully not saying that every parent is the is a bully but parents if you know that your kid is being bullied like yo give positive affirmations to your child be active like find out why these kids are doing what they're doing to them or their peers or or whoever is doing whether it's older younger whatever same age find out like come on like be active because you never know you might walk in your kid's room one day and they 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 done hung themselves up or or tied something around their neck because they're being bullied because you're not paying attention or you're not being active or they feel like they don't have no outlet they don't have nobody to talk to be a be a open 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 ear yeah be an open ear a, a shoulder to lean on like listen don't just talk or whatever like um help build them back up because bullying tears down mentally emotionally and physically pay attention because appearances change attitudes change eating habits change when somebody's being bullied and it even goes the other way around if your kid is the the person that's being that's the bullier more aggression more popularity all of a sudden always getting in trouble at school or whatever they're leading the pack and it's not in a good way like it tears down like to be honest with you I wanted to kill myself and I'm 32 now it took to me almost getting 30 to know my worth because of the years of being bullied it was before 32 before 30 way before 30 it was before I even hit uh 20 that I decided that I was I was worth living that my life was worth me living um so I didn't want to commit suicide but I still talk to people I still talk to you know professionals every once in a while because I kind of slide back some I, I kind of backslide sometimes and I'd be like, oh man, like, oh yeah, I, I, I find myself saying negative things. I got so used to in life hearing negative from my peers and people older than me and everything like that, that it, it, it was etched in my, in, in my brain and it, it was hard to deprogram that type of behavior and thought process. Um, so every once in a while I backslide, I don't want to look in the mirror every once in a while. But uh, I do it more often. That's why I take pictures on social media. That's why I talk on a podcast. That's why I got a YouTube channel now. Because I feel like my words need to go out there. My face need to be out there. Like, come on. Bullying changed my life. Now, if I never got bullied, how would I have turned out? Is being bullied a part of me being an introvert? Hmm. That's the question. To my introverts, were you ever bullied? And do you feel like that contributes to you being an introvert? Not wanting to be around people, not feeling comfortable in social settings of people that you don't know or whatever the case may be. How severe your you being an introvert is. Some people are introverts and it's very, very severe to where they are all three me myself and I that's that's the gang right there me myself and I and then you have introverts that just they like to be by themselves but can mingle in social groups and thrive within those social groups like um so to my introverts let me know about the whole bullying situation to my extroverts have you been bullied? How has it affected you? Have you overcome that? How did you overcome it? What tips can you give somebody for overcoming being bullied growing up? Um, and don't just, and people always be like, oh yeah, just a part of the struggle. Nah, that's not a part of the struggle. 
that's not a part of the struggle. It's not. So that does not be a, need to be a band-aid that's put over the womb of bullying. Um, how did I get over um, being bullied? I forced myself to look in the mirror every day. I forced myself every day to give myself positive affirmation. I forced myself to listen to positive things and surround myself with positive things until it got, I, I, I shoved all positivity down my throat so much because deep down inside, I wanted to live. I wanted to to be successful. I wanted all of these things so bad and I didn't want to die and I did not want to be the cause of my own death that I forced these things down my throat to the point where now I just, I look in the mirror every day and I wake up when I wake up and I be like, yo, I'm beautiful. It's some, I find something else, something new about myself every day that I love. Something new every day that I love about myself, I find. And I tell people, yo, I'm the best thing since sliced bread. Like when God made me, he knew what he was doing. I put it out there. I let people know, like, yo, I'm the greatest gift God gave this earth. Not saying that I'm I'm the only, only gift that God gave this earth, but I'm one of the greatest that God gave this earth. I surround myself with positivity and I speak positivity. That is how I got to where I am now. Try it. Positive affirmations. Look in the mirror every day. Find something new about yourself that you love. Talk to somebody that is open to listen to you if you need it. Um, don't keep things inside. Um, talk to God, thank God every day. And, and I'm not pushing what it is that I believe on you. Not at all. Whatever it is that you believe, you believe in a higher being, talk to your higher being and thank your higher being or positive energy or whatever it is that you believe. Drown yourself in, and I don't mean physically drown yourself, but drown yourself in positivity. Thank, thank the higher being. If that's what you believe, thank them every day that you wake up. Thank them every night that you go to sleep. And push and work every day for your own success. And your success is measured by you, not by society, by you. Strive every day to be successful. And every day, know that you are better. You are doing better. You are better than the person that bullied you. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Rain.